Count us off, bro. Three, two, one. Radio Brendo Man, 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 my brother and me. End of 2020. We did it! Alright. What is this? Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Carson, formerly Creasy, currently Crashly, the fourth. We are related. We're, I'm the I'm the brother in my brother and me. And uh, Brendan's peeking at my list. No peeking. What are we doing today, bro? It's it's just like three hours away from the end of 2020. Five hours and 25 minutes. Oh my goodness. Well, it depends on where you are. It's already 2021 in some countries. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> what was that? That's 2020 coming out. Sorry, my apologies. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. Oh, man. It's been a wild one. Yeah. Um, it feels, we were talking about this earlier, 2020 a little bit has that Avengers Thanos snap vibe to it, but like... The aftermath, like when we all came back, we're just gonna be. We wake up tomorrow. It's gonna be twenty twenty one. People are gonna be reflecting on the choices they made in the life that they're living in, and they're just being like, "Did we? Did the whole world or a big chunk of us just like lose a year? Did we lose a year? We pretty much lost a year. We're still losing, but so much happened. Good stuff, bad stuff. A lot of stuff happened. I mean, it was a rough... It was a crazy year for me. A crazy year, yeah. You're you're not alone, but you, you survived it. That's more than I'm, MF Doom could say. Oh, man. R.I.P. MF Doom. Man, I think I remember listening to that guy with Judd. I used to... I listened to him a ton a couple years... Like, I, I had a whole rap resurgence, like, a couple After years ago. After you got ago. into MC Chris... It was more like we went and saw Ghostface Killa in concert, ah. and I started listening to a lot of a podcast called Get Up On This, hosted by Jensen Karp, who was okay. formerly a rapper, and he recommended a lot of hip-hop groups and rappers, and Spotify... You a hip-hop head for a bit. Spotify played me a lot of MF Doom. Wow. I got really into... Especially... Um, and allegedly he's been... Apparently he's been dead for since months. Since October. He died on Halloween. Oh, that's kind of in character, though. Yeah. He was a mysterious guy. Yeah, he's one of those, um, gosh, he, I mean, really, he's in a category that belongs to, like, Prince and, like, Lady Gaga, the people that are, like, that use their, like, this is, like, art, not just music, it's, it's art, art, just, like, career choices, just the way they execute and engage with fans. I liked his collaborations with Danger Mouse and with Deltron 3030. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. 2020. How are we going to recap this year, bro? Oh, well, you came up with the idea to go by month by month. Like the 12 days of Christmas. Are we going to start in January? Yeah. So we're just going to hop in the old Radio Brendo Man time machine. Oh, back on now to January. Those are the before times. The and we're just going to kind of pick like what won the month for you most, you know. With rumblings of pending doom. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what won the month for you in January of our year of the Lord? 2020. Well, this is something I haven't talked about on the podcast, but... Up next on 2020. What was that? That was um, Sherry O'Terry's Barbara Wawa. Oh. Why didn't? Why wasn't that a meme? Maybe time something weird happened. It was just Sherry O'Terry going, Up next on 2020. That was Fire Marshal Bill Sherry O'Terry. It doesn't work, but anyway. Don't let me interrupt you like that. Uh, you, were, you were you were about to say something personal. You're like, I've never met, I never said this before on the podcast, yet. and I'm like, Sherry O'Terry. <laughs> well, I, I, you just got to plow through. You got to plow. So we all know brother. about my August. Whoa! Spoilers. Suicide attempt. Oh wow! We're going there. But in January, I survived a suicide attempt. You say that laughing. Too soon? I don't know. No, you survived. You can I laugh survived. about it. Why, why are you laughing? I think I know why. Because it was fucking stupid. Yeah, you're kind of like the better off dead character. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're, I don't know. that. No. Well, describe. Well, I, um, I resigned from my jobs and uh, I was forced to resign. Plural? Job and jobs. Um, well, I guess I had two jobs. I worked in two different places. Okay, good. Yeah. And True millennial. I made the decision to... Um, and I had I had, had this plan, like, forever. It was my suicide plan. The Disneyland plan. plan? No. Continue with your I suicide. I'm just hoping to... I break. didn't quite have money for going to Disney World and renting a house you thought about it thought about it um but i i rented a house in palm springs that had a garage and i rented a car because my car was a was a was a hybrid car so it wouldn't work yeah at least in my mind it wouldn't work and i did some research online and it sounded like i was in the right direct ballpark okay but um I got. I rented a car, a normal gasoline car, and then I parked it in the garage of this rented house and left it on and sat in it, thinking that I would die from the fumes. Except twelve hours later, you so see, you did you pee pee in there? No, I didn't pee. I got up no. to pee. Oh, okay. Did you have like a still suit? No. So you didn't have any. Oh, where did you go? Oh, you went into the house and went back in? Yeah. I imagine you had a bad headache. Not really. I mean, sort of. Don't you need, like, a tube from the tailpipe into the car? Well, it said, like, if, you, if you're if you in the garage, it should work. But yeah. I didn't really plan that out very well. And then I Thank God thought about it. going to get a tube, but then I was like, eh, maybe I should just... That's too much work. It's too too much. So I tried again for like another like fourteen hours. Wow! You must have left the place pretty clean because you were you were in the garage the whole time. Yeah. And then I just was like, well, maybe I, this isn't working. Maybe I should just go. I went. And it's not like there's a helpline you can call and be like, hey, dark web, there's a problem. I'm trying to kill myself in this car and it's not working. And they're like, oh, does the car have a catalytic converter? Well, here's what you need to do. There was no line. That, that number, that didn't exist. Well, what it turns out is like any car with a catalytic converter is not going to do the job. 
So you need like a car before like 1982 or whatever. What if you get a catalytic reverter, reverber? Yeah. I could remove the catalytic converter from the car if I was a car guy. I don't want to get into it. But like... You can. Would have got it. So I just decided, well, maybe this is not the time or the place. That was January. So I called Keith and asked if I could come over, and he's and, and I and I went over and I told Keith what happened. And he was like, "Holy shit, dude! Like, don't do that." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not gonna kill myself." Wow! Shout out to Keith. And. And then he was like, you should tell your family, but I was, like, too scared to tell you. Yeah. I'm... And I thought I was just going to be okay. Like, it was just a... That you could just, like, white-knuckle through the rest of the year? The rest of I your life? guess. I don't know what I was thinking. But I was like... I But I didn't... I, I was... But I... At first, I was like, well, I don't have any money. But then that was when I got the money from my... Uh, then it turned out I had money coming from uh, work. My um, mushroom retirement farm. plan cashed out. Okay. My Calpers, and so that kept me going. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty. It's a, it's a pretty strong first pick for January. <laughs> um, I had my gallbladder removed. Yeah, you you had major. So you had some surgery. I, I you know put me under. That's scary. You got a little kid and you're going into surgery and. What was it like when they put you under? I, I've done it so many times. You know, between like neck surgery and I guess being I don't know. They just count you back and you just hope for the best. You just hope you wake up on on the right side of the other side. But I mean, yeah, I mean that was wild. Um, you know, it kind of, you know, getting your gallbladder removed for, especially right away, you know, it's kind of like, um, you live your life like, like speed or like crank, you know, like if you're, you know, you, at any given time, you know, if, if something weird happens to your food intake or anything, you, you have to like run to a toilet and evacuate your bowels. It's like, it's wild. It's like you're Jason Statham and you're just constantly trying to like live between trips to the toilet yeah there were times at work this is in the before times i'd be at the office on calls with students and i'd have to do the fake like oh i have to go into a meeting right now and like hang up abruptly um on students and (laughs) run to the toilet and that was wild but i mean usually you knew what's coming where it's like oh there's a there's a church's chicken now close to the office or uh what was that chicken finger place Raising Canes. Raising Canes was all the hubbub. Um, it was worth it. Yeah, you were like, have you, I remember I came and visited here, and you were like, have you tried Raising Canes? And it was like, we got it about six months ago, a year ago. I miss Raising Canes. I used to eat there all the time. Yeah, they really nailed it. It's like, this is what we're good at. We're not going to add other stuff. I appreciate that. I've never, I, I think I've had the chicken, the sandwich once. But it's just a sandwich with the strips in it. Pretty, pretty ballsy to be like, and we have one sauce. It's our sauce. It's the only sauce you get. Maybe if you want, you can spice it up with hot sauce. Yeah. But step up your sauce game. Come on. I like the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some options, though. Yeah, man. That was January. 
um, that was when my poop odyssey began. Do you feel like you've it's, you feel better now that you don't have a gallbladder? I mean, the I, I did poop in the bushes <laughs> at a park uh, last month. <laughs> Are you saving that for your highlight, or do you? No, I thought we talked about that. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, well I mean. You know, it, it eventually evens out, but it can be it can get pretty wild still. Like if I have like black coffee and like something like you know high in fat content, I could be running. And I was at a me, Brendo, and Little Lil were at a park. It was like the cool park with all the cool future German German looking park with all these weird mm-hmm. vibes. It was like it was sp- misty, almost raining. It was early ish. There weren't. There's just like a few stoners like in the area racing their rc cars and i take i look at brendo and my gut's rumbling i'm like you need to take the lead on lil and i speed walk to the car grab a back uh pack of baby wipes (laughs) run to the bathroom uh that just padlocked which i knew uh sprint over to the bushes squat down and just rip out you know some 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 daddy mess and i just kind of wiped myself threw it away and turned it little i was like you're probably not the i'm probably not the only one that, of us that, that pooped our pants or nearly pooped ourselves at this park what can i say i had so much fun i shit myself um <laughs> and that's that's my, that's my dad moment of the year that was from march but you know january for me i was like surviving that gallbladder uh february um, in the in the before times, I was still a stage actor. Yeah, I was an actor of the boards, uh, and I was rehearsing, getting ready to open up for the third year. Um, Point Break Live. One of my best friends and I have been involved in a Point Break show that's been going on for like three years. Um, my, my friend Doug plays Patrick Swayze's Bodie, and I, I play Pappas. And every night, a new audience member played Johnny Utah. Um, and we got to our rehearsal period where we're just running it, running it. And for one of the rehearsals, this was the true highlight. Probably all the highlights of all the three years is we needed somebody to play Keanu's role for rehearsal. So just a rehearsal, just need someone to read the lines. Um, so the new cast members can feel what it's like with the you know, wild bullets. Cause you know, we usually have, you know, folks that aren't in scenes, you know, doing it during rehearsals. So I brought to rehearsal our own Johnny Utah, and I brought none other than Gail Creasy. <laughs> so for... Um, I wish know, you had to film that. I, I have I have film of it. I mean, what do you think of Mom playing, uh, you know... Mom t- playing Johnny Utah? Yeah. That sounds pretty great. Did she say whoa a lot? Well, I mean, she was funny because she, she was like, you notice, like, not everyone does this, but, like, she was, like, present enough to, like, edit out the swears. <laughs> like, she would get to swears and she would just be like, she would, like, skip over them. <laughs> it, was, it was great. But, yeah, that, 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 was, that was, like, just in, you know, just those memories. And I knew... Like, that this could be disastrous. Like, it could go one of two ways. It could be, like, an amazing memory that I'll cherish forever. Or, like, my mom will hate me. She'll think, like, uh, I'm, like, making fun of her. It just She just won't get it. But it it was awesome. And there were even, like, cool little moments. Like, there was a moment where we were, like, stopped. And, like, my buddy, my buddy Doug was, like, you know, 
just, you know, having a small, you know, back and forth with the director and kind of, you know, everyone was waiting on him. But, uh, you know, my mom is like, geesh, no wonder he's single. <laughs> and, like, this girl who was in the cast, would, like, laughed at it and ended up dating Doug for a bit, which was funny. And she remembered my mom when from that moment. But, yeah, let's see. This is, you know... This is from a little snippet. See if you can see if there's any good of, of Gail D. So, uh, who packed my shoe? I did. Why? You don't trust me? You, uh, you gotta earn trust. <laughs> All right, well, let's earn it together then. Here, take mine. Uh, Johnny, I don't think that's such a good idea. Buddy's pack jobs are pretty shitty. They only open about half the time. <laughs> Get to Gale. Bullshit. Why don't you take your promise here? How'd that be? Nah, nah, man. You don't want this one. This one's set for a neck breaker. <laughs> well, that was a little bit of Gale. That was a little bit of Gale in Point Break in, in, in February. Aw. Rest in peace, uh, live events. Little did we know. Little did we know. What was in your February? What one February for you? It was the last wrestling show I went to at the end of the month. It was like February 26th at the Glass House in Pomona. It was the first and last wrestling show at the Glass House in Pomona. Was it epic? It was... Was um, glass broken? It was uh, bar wrestling, which has now been canceled, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I won't get into that, but... uh, it was a. It was kind of a memorial show for. Um, there was an announcer, John Ian, um, famous SoCal announcer and also promoter, had passed away, and he had a promotion called uh, Mach One Wrestling. Okay. So and that was like in like two thousand nine, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. They ran every week in Anaheim, and I used to go, and it was like five bucks. It was awesome. It was in this tiny little room in a rec center. And it was like they had the ring and like some bleachers around it. And like the wrestler, it was like... Oh yeah, I've seen photos of you at those shows. It sounds great. And so it was a lot of fun and a lot of good memories. Saw a lot of wrestlers there that have gone on to bigger and better things. And so they had kind of a memorial for John. They had a lot of classic Mach 1 matchups. And they had like some Mach 1 tag teams... And they had like a tag team battle royal that was just crazy. It was a wild night, and um, brought in some good outside, some out of state wrestlers, and it was just good times. But I remember even then there was like the virus, news of the virus had hit, so we were like, "Should we be here? This is kind of crazy." Yeah, I mean that brings us right to March, and we were like, "I mean the virus won March." I think we can say, yeah, but we were like the. We were like, is PWG going to get canceled because there was a PWG show coming up? And is this the last time we're going to see each other? And it was. Yeah. I mean, we had opened uh, Point Break and we're about halfway through our run. And, you know, there were nights, you know, you know, the night before, you know, the last night we did, last two nights we did, I remember. It was like, you know, the as a cast, it was like, should we even be doing this? You know, there weren't any, like, orders yet or anything. But, you know, there are, you know, when my first scene, you know, I touch, you know, the audience member's face. And, you know, one night I remember, like, I did it and I commented on it and it made everybody weirded out. 
<laughs> another night I did it and like I was a little you know I did it in a different way maybe I'll, maybe a I don't know just uh it was just so funny one night it landed and you know kind of broke the ice you know I could feel that and the other night it was just kind of like hey man we're trying to get away from all this shit or you know just China I don't know it was wild March man Lockdown begin. March, I just have, I just put Tiger King. What? That's how long ago that was. Yeah. Got guest Lil. Speaking of the Tiger Queen, I mean, and it was such a, it was like, it was nice in a way to have like the, you know, those, like that national, international, like water cooler moment. Yeah, I remember going over to Keith and be like, have you seen this Tiger King? And he was like, no. And I was like, let's watch it. We started watching it. And then he finished it, like, that night. He's like, yeah. It was wild. We, we have little peg wooden baby dolls of <laughs> Tiger King. You, how'd you get those? On Etsy for little Lil. It was like, these are, these are of the moment. You need these. I'm like, mommy, <laughs> daddy, you know, like, she's like 10, 11. It's like, why, why, do, why do these dolls have, like, weird purple cowboy? And it's like, that's Cheryl Baskin and the Tiger King. But, I mean... People forget, like, that was some heavy shit in there. Like, there was a man... They showed pretty much a CC, you know, CC security cam footage of a dude accidentally blowing his face off in front of another yeah, guy. That was... And then, like, the person getting their arm bit off and, like, oh, all that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, that was a crazy show. It was a crazy story. But everybody was talking about it. And it was a good distraction while we were all... Entering what turned out to be. Like, Remember thinking like, ah, uh, it's just like it's so funny because like <clears throat> our where I work at university and like you know we get like the you know, first you know right away is like at least two weeks and then two weeks becomes you know yeah that was a couple it, months and then that becomes a term and then that becomes next session you know it just keeps going man keeps going I have friends who have like almost worked there a year. And you know, I've never seen them uh, in the office because they were hired during the pandemic. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, things were getting kind of dicey, but I was still was feeling pretty good in March. Yeah, <gasps> April rolls around. April rolls around, and I'm like, well. My highlight is locked down. I don't have a highlight. It's just locked down. Nice. I, I, uh, I had I, a COVID birthday. Yeah, I remember calling you on your birthday, and you and Rebecca, because you and Rebecca have your birthday and anniversary. Birthiversary six seven eight. Yeah, it goes Rebecca's birthday, your anniversary, yeah. then your birthday. That's right. But um, yeah, it was just uh. I, I got into this routine every day of, like, getting up. I would get up early. I would go for a walk right away. I would go get breakfast. And then I would go home and start watching shows. I remember I, I, I started watching every, every WrestleMania. And I made it to, by the time I... That's a lot, because those go back to Roman numeral times. <laughs> but I, I made it to, like, by the time I got tired of it, I made it to, like, 26. And so I'd watch 
that was one of the things I watched. And then I started watching all of... Because they put Community on Netflix. Nice. So I started watching all of Community... What else I watching? I watched all of Lucha Underground. There was there was definitely you know it was around well for it took a but there was definitely a few months into it this fear of like oh no what if I run out of stuff yeah what if I run out of content well I I hit that wall pretty quickly and I was just trying to come up with new things so I started walking started breaking it up by walking so I'd watch something for an hour then I go walking for twenty minutes. And then I, I started. I was. I mean, you saw. I lost a ton of weight. I also. That was when I started you were like eating once a day. Though I was also eating once a day. But I. So I. I because I was on a limited budget. We call that the snake diet. And I was like, I had given up on trying to find a new job because, like, I just was like, whatever. And then I was like, well, I'm just gonna see what happens when I run out of money. And we'll get to that when we get to that. April for me, um, uh, we that was the month that we um, we had our dog Riley put down. Oh yeah, and it was weird because it's COVID. You know, Rebecca had already lost her, her grandpa during the virus, and now Riley, who had been, you know, her sole partner for you know at least fifteen years, she was like eighteen. She was a uh, you know not a puppy when Rebecca got her. So when I met Riley, she was an old dog. She was like 12, 13, and she got up to like 18 human years, which is like 105 whatever dog years in some breeds. But it was wild, man. They have, uh, you know, people that you can get folks to come to your place. Yeah, my friend just had to do that yesterday. And at first, I remember like being like, okay, they're on the way, but like, what are they going to be like? Like, is it some kind of weirdo? It was just this very, like, open heart, empathetic, you know, professional, you know, you know, vet, tech, you know, that just, you know, found a calling, you know, was doing it. And I could tell she was in good hands. But there was this moment where, it was, you know, they're, like, you know, giving the shots and they're like, and then, you know, it's going to be like, you know, a few a few seconds after that, you know, she's going to look like she's going to sleep and that'll be it. And I was like, well, Rebecca's holding her and I'm like, well, maybe I should play some music. So I grabbed, you know, a record that I think like would be like, what's appropriate to play as a dog? You know, that's high pressure as a DJ. It's like you're picking someone's <laughs> final, <laughs> final soundtrack. And, you know, we had Queen's greatest hits. So I was like, okay, awesome. I know the first song is like, you know, um... Bohemian Rhapsody, which is beautiful and, you know, empowering. So, you know, Riley's going out, Rebecca's crying, and it's, you know, and it was kind of cool, I guess, but because it's greatest hits, that song ends, and then another one bites the dust comes on. (laughs) And Rebecca's like, you need to turn that off now. I was like, Sorry, Riley. I thought it was... I, I, it wasn't intentional, but it was just one of those, like... <laughs> uh, fuck me in the face, 2020. Another <laughs> one bites the dust. And Riley was a great dog. That, we call her little, little furry sister. And there's... It's funny, there are those early photos of Lillian when um, she was an infant and Riley was around. And, you know, that scene from uh, Lassie where the... not. Lady of the Tramp, you know, where, where the dogs or the pets get ignored, it's just so true. Yeah. Because, like, you know, 
poor Riley, you know, we would forget to like bring her out sometimes or, you know, like, have we been feeding Riley's meds? And she was an angel. And you just look at the pictures we're taking of Lil and there's Riley in the background, just like watching over her as her guardian protector's soul sister. And it was beautiful. So April was when we lost Riley. Good dog. You're a good dog, Riley. Um, May I just have more lockdown and <laughs> real original? I couldn't come up with anything because honestly, it was just like the same. That was when, like you know, lockdown fatigue is setting in. You and know, I think I was just, theories are on the high. Yeah, I think no I was driving Keith nuts because I was like, "Can I come over? Can I come over? Can I come over? Can I come over?" Yeah, we'll save your life. But Keith was dealing with his own shit because yeah. his dad wow. was in the hospital. May for us was kind of fuck a blessing. Cancer, man. We had a um, yeah, fuck it, fuck it in the ass. Um, especially rectal cancer, uh, colon cancer. Uh, but May for us, we had a camping trip planned, and it was one of those like COVID bummers—a trip that was like planned for like half a year. Uh, we was, you know, one of those things like, all right, well, we can't do it with our group of friends, but, you know, Rebecca and I and the baby did a little camping trip. And um, it's a, basically on, like, her, like, family's Christmas tree farm. You know, it's in the summer, and there's, like, a little creek, and so we got to go camp and hang out by a creek. I inflated a, a unicorn, jumped in the river, fell off the unicorn. The unicorn sailed down the river because it was faster than I thought it was, and... I lost a unicorn that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a, you know, camping with a baby's fun. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's, I, I got to go camping with you guys. It's just so cute. You ever see her like in like the, just like a little like pea pod and like the, in the tent? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, you guys took a lot of naps together, separate tents. Yeah. But yeah, that camping trip, that was a good trip. For us, um, that's what I had for May. Uh, June, I have. Um, we talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, it was my fortieth birthday. That's right. And Keith was like, "You can have anything you want," and I wanted tacos. So Keith made me tacos and ice cream. And he also bought an ice cream cake. Oof. I mean, I think we watched wrestling. Kind of ice cream cake. Do we have the Snickers ice cream cake? No. It's a good one if they got it. It's still a product. Because picture, uh, you know, it was beautiful. It's like, it exactly what I wanted, but Snickers ice cream bar is amazing. Has yeah. there ever been a well, candy a bar to ice cream, cream translation? That one, There's good ones. The Twix one. But I mean, it's the ultimate. Like, it, the peanuts are better. It's amazing. But you can get, or there used to be, a Snickers ice cream cake, and you betcha, it's just a giant-sized... <laughs> Pizza. But anyway, uh, June I had Chris Delia getting canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Um, it just, you know. Well, that set off a whole thing in the comedy world. And also, at the same, I remember that that was going on the same time that a speaking out movement was going on in wrestling. But it seems like there they're always will be. But it was kind of like, even, in, even when there's no live events, comedians are still getting canceled, which... Is, and I'm not saying this as a critic of cancel culture because you should, if you're an asshole, yeah, you, there's repercussions. So get the fuck out. But yeah, 
Um, but also June, I guess, you know, it was when you went missing, I realized, like, oh, shit, that could have been the last phone call I had with you. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that brought us to July. Uh, July, I had a couple things. Um, I ate Mongolian barbecue, and now I'm like, that was probably a bad idea. You went to a Mongolian barbecue during the Damek? Yeah. What 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 gave you that what gave you that you know, boldness that rash? Well I was I had decided to kill myself, so oh, I was so like it like, doesn't matter. It's like it's like you're like this is like your dead man walking last meal kind of thing. Yeah. And I got invited to a group dinner at Mongolian barbecue. What group thought this was a good idea? Mike. Mike really wanted a group dinner. During a pandemic? I know. <laughs> well, you guys survived. Nobody got COVID, so... That's good. But, but, uh, I, but my, my real one was I went to... I was, that was the last time I saw Sean. Went to Sean's house. And had a good time watching wrestling. It was a good... It was the GCW backyard show where they recreate like a backyard style show. It's in a backyard... <laughs> A lot of crazy weapons and hijinks. There was fire. There was a... Ooh, pyro? Yeah, lots of firework, fireworks, like Roman candles. And, uh, Stuff like that? And uh, there was a, like, a backhoe. <laughs> like somebody had a backhoe. There were hoes? Yeah. And a... It was a fun show to watch, and it was just fun watching wrestling. I love watching wrestling with Sean, and uh, that was the last time I did it. And also, like, you know, smoking weed in Sean's backyard, watching wrestling. It's it just one of my favorite things, and it was the last time I got to do it. Man. I miss it. For me, July, I will always remember, and I will quote a uh, seventh grade Mark Gregg lyric, TikTok. TikTok just got shot by a cop. <laughs> uh, got shot by a cop, and I watched him drop, shoot up all the cops in the donut shops, shoot up all the cops in the LAPD, shoot them all up, and I laugh. He he he. July was when I got I got uh you know I got blasted in the back by a non lethal round. Oh yeah. Um, you know, just you know going down, supporting the movement, you know. Fighting assholes, you know. There were fucking. This was when the federal troops were in Portland, and I was just like, I've been down a few times. My wife went down a lot in the early days. Um, you know, getting tear gassed. I just had this like, whatever. I was like obsessed with the idea of obtaining a tear gas canister. And you did. I did. Um, got shot for it. Um, but now, you know. Decades later, if it, people bring it up, I'm like, nah, not fake news. I got this. Do you have a scar? I don't have a scar, but I couldn't wipe my butt for a while because it got me right above the right above the small of my back. But yeah, it sucked. Um, that's crazy. August. We already, there's a whole podcast about what happened, but I moved to Portland. Yeah. I, put, I just put comic Sanskrit. Because <laughs> that was the month I had to make, uh, my wife helped. 
make a missing person poster that that was widely circulated. Um, the most uh, most most viewed thing I've ever produced on on the web. Yeah. Um, and it it was funny. What's gonna happen when that pops up in everybody's memories? We'll remember that you made it. Yeah. Ugh. And we can laugh at the font choice. I, I put Comic Sanskrit, a widely ridiculed font, um, as the font of choice on Brendan's wanted missing poster. <laughs> wanted poster. What would Brendo be want? Wanted Brendo for being a cool guy. Um, but we found him. We extracted him. We had a road trip up. We U-hauled his ass up here. Uh, and then we started a podcast. Yeah. So we did all that. And then and then, and that brings us to the now times. September? What is your... I mean, that was the same thing for you? Yeah. I mean, what else is there? September? Um, what's yours? Go first. September, I have put... A, I made an awesome Dune meme. <laughs> um... Looking at Dune memes online in anticipation of the now delayed new Dune has it's been, you know, uh, an oasis for me of 2020. Um, and I, I, I found this. Someone posted just a "What would you name this dog?" picture, and it was just like a white, you know, young not a, not a puppy, but a very young, um, uh, you know, one of those uh, like a. Just a dog with very blue eyes, like white fur, very blue eyes. Not a husky, but it was actually. What are those dogs that are always biting kids? The ones that are banned a lot. Pitbulls. It was pitbull because pitbulls are beautiful. So this white pitbull with like ice blue eyes, and the the, fo- the the internet asked, "What would you name this dog?" And I said, "I would name it Paw Atreides because he has blue spice eyes, like Paw Atreides Maudib." I made a Dune meme in that month, and um, now I'm talking about making a meme months ago on a podcast. 2020's weird. <laughs> 2020's weird. You do what you have to do to make it to the next day, and some days, making dake Dune memes is what does it. I For got me. a job at City Brew Tours. Yeah, finding a job during... COVID. Well, thanks to my friend Tom. That's the only reason why I got a job. My friend Tom's like, do you want this job? I have this job for you. So thank you, Tom. And it's a part-time job. It's from home, so it works perfectly. Uh, cool me. Christmas gifts. Better gifts than I got from Brandman. Yeah. I got, I got a $50 I got a, gift card from Walmart. Well, I got a $25 gift card. I got a gift basket. And I got a beanie. And a shirt. What do you think? This is kind of a fail for an employer. They're like, hey, we, we got everyone uh, $50 gift cards to Walmart during the pandemic. It's hard. We can't connect. But uh, here's a gift card. Oh, by the way, uh, can't redeem online. I have to go into the store. Can't redeem online? What kind of I, bullshit is that? Maybe I was messed up. I got to check back. But I was like, way to go. Way to go. Well, mine, like, you can't really redeem it online. It works like a credit card. Unless I buy something that's exactly $25, but if I want to buy a video game, like, the GameStop site won't let you put, like, multiple things in. Weird. So I guess I gotta go into GameStop if I want to use it at GameStop. Um, But I really like my job, and if you want to order a box of beers... Are you in in the sales department now? CityBrewTours.com. Are we sponsored by City Brew Tours? (laughs) That'd be nice. I just want to give a shout, because it's a fun... Oh yeah, City Brew Tours. Today we're drinking Rainier. They 
pivoted their brewery tour business, which got shuttered because of COVID, and started shipping out these boxes. They got beer and cheese and stuff in them. And then you get like a Zoom meeting with a tour guide that guides you through the pairings and tells you about the beer. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I and I handle the processing of the orders. Nice. Yeah. So October. Uh October. Uh we left you home alone for a bit. Oh yeah. So we went and we uh, rented a camper uh and toured the western states. Um you had a COVID vacation. You had a COVID vacation in a camper. It's how you do it. Um, oh, man, it was epic, man. You know, spending the night in, uh, in Arby's parking lots, truckers. <laughs> I think I saw, what do they call it, you know, lot lizards going out to the trucks. I was like, you know, a beautiful girl carrying a blanket going to, like, <laughs> a big rig in the middle of the night. It's wild times. But, you know, beautiful. I saw Utah. I'm like, we saw... We were there to go camping and, and you know experience nature. I'm like, I think I saw a, a truck stop sex worker. <laughs> the first thing, um, but yeah, we spent some time in Utah. And if I had to pick a highlight of the trips, is there was this new it had opened bad timing, but like a kind of also kind of good, like a mostly outdoor dinosaur park, almost in the middle of nowhere, Utah, out near the arches. That looks really cool. And to take a one-year-old child who was just becoming conscious of the world and had just uh, this was like. Weeks after she had, we had discovered that when she goes, chomp, chomp, that means dinosaurs. So we know she loves dinosaurs, and we got to take her to a dinosaur park where they had hundreds of life-size dinosaur statues just around these trails. And so my daughter currently believes that dinosaurs are real, and she's seen them in a park. (laughs) And we made that possible during a pandemic. I think that's a beautiful thing, this little girl that thinks she's a dinosaur and has seen dinosaurs. I think that's great. At some point, you're going to have to tell her they're not around anymore. No, because by the time I have to, they'll have re-engineered them again. <laughs> um, my October was, uh, we had a really fun Halloween. Um, we all dressed as the Pee Wee's Playhouse gang. We went to a party. We stayed outdoors. Stayed outdoors the We were like time. the only crew from that party that didn't go inside. Yeah. And I think it, like, I could tell, like, maybe I was in my head, but I was like, is there tension? Because, like, we're the crew that won't go inside. Uh, but I think that's the winning call. Especially because, like, you remember, like, some of they the... They were, like, medical people. The front, like, we were at a party where, like, a lot of people are frontline workers talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'm like... You know, we, we transported a COVID patient and then got back and they're like, well, did you do the test? And like, I, the, the, the. I'm like, what? No, no, <laughs> finish the story. Well, tell me about you got the test after you transported the COVID patients. But we looked great. Pee-wee's Playhouse gang. Yeah. Um, Rebecca made me a Cowboy Curtis shirt. And you were Captain Carl. And um, Rebecca was Miss Yvonne. And Lil was Pee-wee. Lil Pee-wee. An awesome Pee-wee outfit. Kids grow so fast, he's already kind of like over Pee Wee Herman. Maybe we've checked out on it. I don't know. I don't know. She's just, she hasn't, I haven't seen her do her Pee Wee sign. It used to be a routine. Now, when she points to the TV, she goes chomp chomp because she wants to watch Jaguar. She Ra. Mostly it's chomp chomp these days. Yesterday, though, she said She Ra, and then 
I started Shira, and then she went chomp chomp, so she changed her mind mm. and put on Gigantosaurus. That's her new favorite show. Okay. I'm watching a lot of it. Oh, well, we saw dinosaurs. Um, yeah, so... November brought us to this house. That's what I have for November. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, we, we moved from Sookie's Bar and Grill. We used to live 100 steps from a legendary comedy karaoke sports bar, Sookie's. I miss that. Miss it so Even bad. though we can't really, couldn't really enjoy yeah. it. It's kind of like, they literally, like, the this bar has been around. It was, like, one of the mainstays, comedy haunts, for generations. Uh, I hosted a comedy show there at the time of the pandemic. Um, and then right as it shuttered, kind of, ultimately, for the pandemic, that was the weekend we moved. They were putting boards up in the windows. Yeah. Um, and the manager left, but, yeah, some of the longtime bartenders gone course but um but we got a, we we moved moved the family to a new place and we did not have a sink a kitchen sink we had, we no had a kitchen appliances or anything we had a, a fridge yeah but, thankfully um, we had a fridge no sink or dishwasher or oven or microwave we had a crock pot which we used like the second to last day that we got the appliance <laughs> We had people coming in and redoing the floors, and then weeks later, people doing the tile. I guess that is the floors, but no, there was floors, counters. Tile. It's like the money pit, the burbs. It's all of it. It's great. There was guys replacing wood. We've been been having an epic battle with just trash. (laughs) Because <laughs> we make a lot of trash from all the homework. Too much we, trash. And it comes like the trash comes every two weeks, and then we missed a week because one week they didn't pick it up because it was too heavy. It's too heavy. And then we missed it. And then we missed it. And now I'm, I'm sneaking, you know, trash out like Andy Dufresne trying to smuggle <laughs> dirt out of his cell, um, you know, at Shawshank. And I'm carting carting garbage over to my mom's place and throwing it in their dumpster and. You know, seventy pounds worth of you know countertop. Whoo, being a homeowner, overrated. <laughs> you had it. You almost blew up your toilet. Lil almost blew up the toilet. Lil flushed a fork, a knife, a plastic knife down the toilet. That that caused some tension, um, because you know I was in the bath, or you know my wife, who's amazing. Angel, you know, empress of my life, love her so much. Was like, oh yeah, a little just dropped a plastic, you know, knife in the in the toilet, and yeah, I think it was like her pee was in it. My wife's pee so was like, oh wow, and in my head I'm like, well, it sucks to be you because you know it's your pee in there, so you got to get it. Cut to like the next day, and like the toilet's all plugged. She's like, oh, I never got that out. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What should be? He's just. I was like, I would have grabbed it. I don't, you know, I wouldn't mind touching your pee, but I kind of, I thought, whew. So um, that led to our toilet not working. Um, and we called a plumber, but the plumber, like, took a couple days, and I just, like, forgot one morning <laughs> and made a bad kind of mess on top of a plugged toilet and rage, rage plunged. And it was like, I was like, you know, the dad in Christmas Story fighting with the radiator? That was me fighting with this toilet. But you know what? Daddy fixed it. 
Daddy fought the poo, and the poo did not win. Did I, I call myself daddy and then talk about poo? Ugh, I hate being a dad. No. I love it. Um, I got to have my first Thanksgiving with my mom in 12 years, so I put that. Oh, Gail wins. Gail wins the month. That was a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, mom's in our bubble, so we got to have go over to mom's. We didn't have any appliances, so well, we just hadn't. They were, they were the appliances were there, but they weren't connected. I mean, it was Rebecca's goal to have everything done by Thanksgiving, but that was a little too ambitious. But hey, you know, if we didn't have that goal, nothing would get done. Yeah, so we went over to we took the turkey to mom's house. It was kind of impromptu. It felt like yeah, but we pulled it off. We had turkey sides, fluff. Pies. I'm so sick of pie right now. I got a lot. Of, we've had a lot of pie. Um, but yeah, November was was about the about the house. And here we are, Christmas during the pandemic. December. What does December mean to you? Christmas. Christmas. What about it? Did you get any good gifts? Well, I got. Um, I got a shitty gift for you. Some boots, shoes that don't fit. Well, that's a promise of some shoes that will fit at some point. I, I understand that. Um, but I got uh, some. I got. I forgot the, about your wide feet. I got the Wrestling Observer 1997 yearbook. Oh. I've been reading that. It's really cool. It's like a collection of all the best stories. And then it's like a year, like it'll be like this story and then like how that developed over the year. And it's got 25, 20 pages, like 20 pages on the Montreal screw job. On Bret Hart. But why? That sounds so sad. <laughs> well, it's the definitive account of it, so I'm excited to read that. Maybe I'm wearing some, some comfy pants I got. got new comfy pants. I got like four pairs of comfy pants. Those look like OR scrubs. Oh, are they? Yeah, you got like the nurse's uniform. You got the f- flannel ones. I got the solid ones. Um, and it was just fun being there for Lil's first. Like this was Lil's first like aware Christmas because she was like a baby last year, she was like six months. Yeah, you were there too. I was there for that, but this was like she was actually she was just overwhelmed by yeah, all. If the you think about it, Lil's first first Christmas, she was an infant in like uh, my brain isn't developed yet days. You were in a five antipsychotic med cocktail days, so you guys kind of had the same Christmas <laughs> two years ago. And this Christmas is like both like new adventures. I mean, opening presents she enjoyed. She loved it. Got her Shira swords. I got her like a Daniel Tiger karaoke machine that she loves. Um, a Daniel Tiger toilet book that she loves. A Shira golden book. That she loves. Yeah, Brendan, Uncle Brenda. I did really a really good it. job really with one little presents. Little heart. Well, I've been spending so much time with her that I know what she likes, and luckily, I those know what little buying stuff for kids is easy because there's like want. merchandise. You just like type in what, like I just type in Daniel Tiger on Amazon. There's like a hundred things. I think it's so funny that like in the '80s they made like legislation to prevent like children's programming to be you know vehicles to sell shit to kids cut to you know 2020 where like pbs has its own children's network and sells millions in merchandise so 
Like their whole net, they have a whole network. Well, they gotta to pay for those shows somehow. That's great. I'm, I'm glad that there is going to PBS's Toy Makers. Then you know, Hanna Barbera. I don't know who made GI Joe. But yeah, um, and it was just good. And Rebecca got to see her parents and um, had a lot of fun with Cliff and Kathy. And uh, you got new wallpaper in your in your bedroom. And I got you something. And we're going to do this. Oh, I, I probably should have, like, left it in the fridge. But Brendan resurrected something, you know, used his, his online guy, his online, what, what's it called? The, the guy with the headset skills called in an the order. Guy behind the desk. Guy behind the desk. Found, found his old brother, Brendo, a, a couple bottles of Coke Block. Well, because you had just offhandedly said in the car one time, like carbonated ever, fusion beverage. If you ever want a good gift for me, give me some Coke Black. I remember being twenty uh, something, working in an office, and I was like so young, I didn't, I didn't even like the coffee yet. But I was like, I needed caffeine because I was an idiot and be like, I'm gonna hang out with my buddies. The soda's and, from two thousand eight, and and do uh, acid and not sleep, and then go to the office. And sometimes I would. Energy drinks would be like too much, but there was this product that hit the shelves. Coke Black is Coca Cola combined with coffee, only forty five calories. I can't handle that. Um, this is from two thousand and eight. We're gonna open it, do a little taste test. Do you want to go first, Brendo? <laughs> I'm not drinking that. What? Is there any carbonation left? Like that's my question. It didn't it didn't fizz. No. Is it dead? It's pretty watery. <sighs> yep. It's like Coke with a coffee flavor. Let me try it. Coke black. Twelve years old. Just Coke water. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Brendan looks like he's changing a diaper, which he's never done. I mean, it tastes like coffee Coke. Ugh. Sorry, bro. Mmm. Decades old. Coke black. Well, it's a souvenir. Good thing I only got you two. What if I took the Coke black... Poured it into a soda stream. Yeah, that'd probably work. Oh, they are. They did announce that they're re-releasing Coke, but they're calling it Coke with coffee. On their website, you can sign up for when it's going to be released. To me, that that tastes like twenty twenty. <laughs> just like, it's disappointing. It's not good for you, but sweet in parts. But only, only parts. Whew. Well, that that does it, bro. Oh, man. We did it. We made it through another... I can't believe I'm here. I just thought that's what I'm... That's how I feel. We're I made thriving. it through this year. We got pants. We now have... I got, I got my wife. We got a skier's edge downstairs. Added it to the home gym. So, uh, 2021 is looking up. 
I mean, I'm trying not to be too optimistic because we're still in the middle of this shit show. But there's things to look forward to. I mean, if you can choose, choose optimism. Why not? Yeah. I mean, sometimes in some folks, you know, aren't in the position to choose because it's rough, but here we are. Oh, man. Well, I'm happy. I'm, glad, I'm really glad we got to do this podcast together. That's a big highlight of 2020 for me. It has been. Is the resurrection of Radio Brendo Man and getting to do a podcast with my bro every week. Every week. Speaking of, next week, cooking up a new format. Yeah. And, you know, we say next week. Who knows? <laughs> um, but I'm thinking of we do like something like the, uh, the Oscar Olympics where we, we look at four-year chunks of Oscar winners and decide, you know, of those Oscar winners... And maybe even a few who weren't winners, but maybe we find a way, wild card. We see, like, okay, well, you know, Oscars are year to year, but but what if we look at a bigger chunk of time and determine who's the best of the best in certain film categories? What do you think of that? That means they're going to have to. I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to the listener. I like it, I like structure. Now you and your structure. You and your structure. Otherwise, it's just two guys talking. Well, I tell that to people that have been listening to the show for hundreds of episodes. They, you know, structure on podcasts is like fascism. You know, the people, they, they say they don't want it. But deep down, the people they want, they want structure. I think our dinner's here. Dinner! Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Love 2020, bro. Love 2020, 2020, bro. Love you, you, bro. bro.